Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E. and Jay. Hey there, it's Album for the Day. I'm John E. This is Jay. And we were thinking about doing something a little different Mm -hmm. because we love America. Oh, that's right. And there's 50 states in this great land. And we're going to put our patriot pants on, and we're going to bring you a little bit from every state, because there's music in every state in this great land. And we're here for the whole ride. So we're going to go state by state, bringing you some of the best bands, some of the best albums that we've heard. Uh, We're going to bring it to you. So buckle up, Buttercup. Jose, can you see? (laughs) Here we go. Album for the day today brings you another state of the music as today we make a little trip to Maine, Mm. the pine tree state. What a funny name. Every time anybody talks about pine trees anymore, I think about back to the future. Seems like it should be the lobster state. You would think so. That's what I would think, but eh, you know. It doesn't matter what I think. We don't know what their GDP is on pine trees. Mm. We suspect what it is on lobster. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, some interesting characters from Maine. Uh, (laughs) uh, Ranging from, you know, what kind of what you would expect. I expect, like, kind of folk rock, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. Very expected from Maine was a lot of very independent thinking yes and i was not disappointed with that well, that's exactly what there's there patty freaking griffin yep is from old town mm-hmm. juliana hatfield, hatfield mm-hmm. is from wiscasset howie day is from bangor mm-hmm. um i think it's bangor i've been i've been wrong before but it's not a big deal I mean, but Howie Day, the pop pop rock. I mean, he's he can he's, use all the yeah. salacious additives yeah. that we can give him. So, yeah. Yeah. from banger, Howie Day, he is a banger. <laughs> um, Corey Bolu from Dover slash Foxcroft mm-hmm. does guitar and screams for a band called Trivium. Mm. What about Ray LaMontagne? Good old Ray. Mm-hmm. You know, Ray is uh, Ray is a special guy. I mean, he's, he started off working in a shoe factory before he was, like, making music full-time. He's, like, just making shoes. And, like, with his, like, his whole kind of persona and all that, that makes perfect sense to me. He's, like... Oh, he has, like, kind of cool hats, and it's, like, very down-to-earth and, like, whatever. And it's, like, he's just in a factory with a bunch of other, you know, dudes and girls making some shoes. Like, I don't know. Literally the foundation of everyone. Yeah. And it's just, like... Speaking of which, from Portland, Andrew Taggart Mm -hmm. from the Chainsmokers. Oh, yeah. I mean that's that's a lot of uh, that's a lot of hits right there, man. Yeah, that's a lot of commercial sales. And on the opposite side of that, the one-hit wonder known as Don McLean. 
You know what? Don is not <laughs> so bad. He has one hit. It's one hit. It's a one hit wonder. It's a one hit. And if we were talking about the the most iconic name from all of Maine and possibly in music history, the most iconic name, Dick Curlis. That from Fort Fairfield, from yes, Maine. uh, The singer, uh, classic country, uh, widespread popularity in the 1960s with hits like uh, you know, a tombstone every mile, six times a day. Baritone singer. I feel like we've passed the point where somebody named Dick can have a career. Curlis. I feel like that name. I mean, I mean, Dick's not with us anymore. So. I mean, um, he is one of Maine's most celebrated musicians of all time. But I totally feel like that name but is whole, something that, that Bart name, Simpson would have yeah, called in to, to Moe's, Moe's Tavern. Absolutely. You ain't wrong there. Last name Jass, first name Hugh. Yeah. Is there a Hugh Jass at the bar? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Curlis. Dick Curlis. <laughs> no, really. What's your name? Mm-hmm. So, uh, the Stains are from Portland, and uh, Soul and Alias mm-hmm. are from Portland and Hollis on the Anticon label. Mm-hmm. Um, Frank Churchill from Rumford. Oh, I didn't get into that one. He's a composer... For Walt Disney Films. Oh, that's awesome. He composed all the music you know from Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Wow, old Peter school. Pan, Dumbo, Bambi, Ichabod, and Mr. Toad. Wow. I don't Dude, need to add anymore. Dude's got some chops. Yeah. Uh, in with the composers, Clark Gessner from Augusta. Mm-hmm. So he wrote You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown. <laughs> and he he had been like an avid Peanuts fan for a long time. And he just like wrote this musical mm-hmm. based on like whatever. And somehow it was never allowed to make it up to Charles Schultz, the creator of Peanuts. Right. When he finally was introduced to the idea, he was like, oh, my God, this, this is the is best perfect. idea ever. That's yes, awesome. This is exactly, if I were going to do this, this is exactly what I would do. That's awesome. Uh, he also worked for Captain Kangaroo, mm. Sesame Street, and The Electric Company. Wow. Brings so, kids music, kids joy for years. Yeah, I I feel like I know somebody that knows something about that, but yeah. maybe not. Mm. Anyway, um, Sled Cleaves and Rod Picot. Sled Cleaves is another amazing name in all of this. That isn't that's it's hard to beat. It's hard to beat. From South Berwick. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, uh, there's all, Clarence White from the Birds was another one that I, yeah, that I that I was also really also a Kentucky Colonel. No, uh-huh. wait a minute. He's not a Kentucky Colonel. He had a band called the Kentucky Colonels. Uh huh. There's a difference. <laughs> there's a huge difference. Huge he, difference. But he's a he's a hell of an instrumentalist, man. From Lewiston, mm-hmm. um, guitar and mandolin. He invented a thing called the B bender. Mm. Did you read about that? I did not. So he came up. He was like, I feel like I could produce this sound, but I'm gonna have to do something. So. You know, that's the thing. Like, don't let technology stop you. Yeah. Find a way. That's, yeah. The mother in, a mother of invention. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, speaking of the mother of invention, mm-hmm. uh, no, we're not getting into Frank Zappa. Mm-hmm. No, not yet. Um, David Mallet from Seabeck. Maine, uh, did guitar and harmonica. He made 17 albums, but he's known for the garden song. What a weird song. Inch by inch, row by row, gonna make this garden grow. All it takes is a rake and a hoe and a piece of fertile ground. Well, there it is. He ain't wrong. The University of Maine gave him an honorary degree in 2014, mostly because the state of Maine made that like their song. (laughs) Um, Al Hawks. Mm -hmm. Did you get into him? No. So he was born in Providence, Rhode Island, but he grew up in Westbrook, Maine. Uh, Guitar and mandolin. He's half of Allerton and Alton, the first interracial duo to play bluegrass well there it is live on the radio in 1951 that's awesome yeah in maine of all places right entered the maine national guard uh stationed in north africa he became a part of armed forces radio uh noticed their up-to-date you know recording equipment Mm mm-hmm when he got back, his dad installed a radio, and he had a long-range antenna and had a better range of music. Uh, he started a pirate radio station in the late 40s, mm. 1210 KCAM, until the FCC discovered it and shut it down in 1949. When the FCC shut you down in 1949, we're talking like... Just just post World War actually, II here. Actually, I take it back. I think he shut it down before. Oh, they did. okay, okay, okay. They discovered say, it, and he shut say, it down. Dang. Uh, he got a full time job though at WLAM in Lewiston. Mm-hmm. Um, he went to the Massachusetts Radio Broadcast School in Boston for two years. Got a first class broadcast license and was an honors graduate. He formed Event Records in 1956 in Westbrook with Richard Greeley. And in 1962, the warehouse of their distributor was destroyed by a fire, and they lost thousands of records, and the company went out of business. Mm. But wow. until then, he was a beast. Yeah. And um, did, you, uh, did you look up uh, Bill Flagg at all? Oh, yeah. 
So Bill Flagg was the guy, he was the first to use the term rockabilly. rockabilly. Uh, and They called you know, him the Lone Pine Cowboy. Yeah, and, and it's like imagining rockabilly coming out of Maine was something that I just had a heart. My brain didn't do it. I was just sitting there going, no, nah, no, nah, there's no way. Because I just feel like you got to be a hillbilly. But he was on because of the name. He was well. There's some hillbillies in Maine. Well, sure. Woo. Woo. But he was on. He was on uh, Tetra Records. Um, and if you can find uh, one of his uh, 78s, just go ahead and send me one. I'd love to have one. Fire. Yeah. Uh, but but Bill Flag was that guy of you know. There's certain people that come through that they really change music, and and then they don't get big name. And Bill Flag is one of those big guys that you if you talk to Brian Setzer, you know you talk to some of the guys like that, and and he'd be a huge influence on their career. But most people don't even know who they are, you know. And it's like it's almost it's it's almost criminal. So I got a name you've heard. But a story you might not have. Mm. Vic Firth. Yeah. The drumstick guy. Yep. Is from Sanford. He learned how to play the cornet at four years old. He learned percussion, piano, clarinet, and trombone. He got a bachelor's degree and an honorary doctorate of music from the New England Conservatory of Music. Mm. He was the principal timpanist of the Boston Symphony Orchestra from 1956 to 2002. Jeez Louise. 46 years. The largest manufacturer. Playing the timpani, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not good on your ears. No. The largest manufacturer of drumsticks and mallets is Vic Firth. That's where you've heard the name. Yeah. Um, he hand whittled his first sticks from bulkier sticks. He was like, it's just too much. It starts to be heavy. Yeah. And he sent those to a wood turner in Montreal. And said, do this. And this is going to make you money. Do this. Well, he he was just like no, he made them for personal use. Oh yeah, but I'm sure that they weren't in the drumstick business. He just ordered them so he could use them. Wow! But he was also a teacher, and his students were like, "Come on, Mister Firth! Like we wanted your sticks are better. Like I I'm learning to play with your freaking sticks." Yeah. So that's what pushed him into it. His direct quote was. It came out of necessity, not of imagination or my ability to start a company, unquote. Yeah. Um, he produced a line of pepper mills, salt grinders, and rolling pins as well. well you they got sold that to Maine Wood Concepts in 2012, but... Yeah, I mean, when I think about like size wise, you know, what else are you going to do with pieces of wood that oh, size? Wood. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Great idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Aaron Robinson from Camden mm-hmm. took Langston Hughes's Black Nativity 
and made a musical out of it. That's brilliant. Right? Wow. Um, yeah, speaking of brilliant, Jeff Coffin. Uh, yep. If you've not seen Jeff you Coffin. You can play two saxophones at, at the, the same, same time. time. Yeah. With one mouth. So Jeff Coffin has been around. He's the, in the who's who with like Bela Fleck and the Flecktones, Dave Matthews Band. He's played with freaking everybody uh, because he's that guy. He's that guy. He's got those chops, and he can play with anybody. If you need it, I got it. I got it. Um, and, yeah, but he is a uh, three-time Grammy winner. Um, and I think I think he, he may be like a permanent Flectone. I, I don't know if he ever left the Flectones. I don't know. That's an interesting question. I, I know that when... Lerwois died yeah. in Dave Matthews' band. He joined Dave Matthews' band. But I don't, I, I don't, but know, I don't know think Bella Fleck and the Flecktones have actually played a show in yeah. a long time. So uh, I think technically, yeah, yeah Future Man be, and Victor yeah, and be, yeah. everybody's still in the group. Yeah. Yeah. And it was some, That's an some, interesting question. Though. Something to look up for sure. But Jeff Coffin, check that dude out. So. Bob Page mm-hmm. from Damariscata. Mm-hmm. Uh, he played blues and boogie woogie. He was a piano player. Played for the Georgia Satellites. That's a long way from Maine. That is a long way. One of my favorites, though, that I came across was Joan as Policewoman. Joan as Policewoman. Uh huh. That's correct. Uh, her name was Joan Wasser. Uh huh. Uh, she was from Biddeford. Yeah. So she had been Jeff Buckley's girlfriend of three years when he passed away. Oh, wow. So she was in a group called the Dam Builders. She was in a group called Black Beetle, which was with the rest of Jeff Buckley's band. Which, that's no slouch. Anthony and the Johnsons and those bastard souls. But yeah, I checked out Jonas Policewoman. She does some really interesting, uh, challenging covers. Hmm. Interesting. I'll have to check that out. Cruel Hand, hardcore punk band from Portland. There was a lot of kind of punk stuff that I was finding. And I was kind of like, they were, they were all right. It wasn't like my style of punk. Um, it was more, you know, aggressive, new, whatever, kind of poppy. Um, I felt like it as was far as like what I was finding. We're learning aggression. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah, and 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 the thing about it is, is somebody in the punk scene in Maine would be able to be like, dude, you were listening to the wrong thing. Exactly, and they'd be, and they'd be able to guide me a little bit better. But I'm, you know, when you're flying solo, it's like. You so, Spose yeah. is a hip-hop artist from Portland slash Wells. Mm-hmm. Um, he did a lot of stuff early on with Cam Groves, also from Wells. And Spose is just, he's real interesting, man. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like, I don't know if you ever listened to John LaJoy. Yes, um, reminds me a lot of that, and um, 
it's not super duper ridiculous. John LaJoy is super ridiculous. I mean, it's getting close. Yeah. But the thing is, like, he keeps it topical. Like, he'll he'll name drop, like, main locations in his stuff. Oh, yeah. And, um, but what really caught my eye, and, I mean, I was already interested, and then I found out that he put out an album called Danconia. And uh, it's a mixtape, but it's entirely over outcast instrumentals. That's amazing. Not specifically just from Stankonia, like all of Outcast. There's AT Aliens, there's Stankonia, there's uh, Speaker Box and the Love Below. I'm, I mean, it's I'm really cool. Tell me more. And he, that's the thing is, he didn't release it as a major. You still, to this day, cannot purchase a physical copy of it. Oh, wow. He put it out there free. Yep. I can't stop you for not making money. Did we bring up Anna Kendrick? Yeah, I mean, she was... Yeah. No, we had not. So Anna Kendrick can sing. Like a... Like an... And let yes. me just say that that cuts so thing... Is really cool. My, is my kid, awesome. My kids love it. And she's the voice of... Uh, uh, the main troll in the Trolls movies, and she does her, a lot of voice. Work. Her and uh, Justin Timberlake, who is the other main troll, um, Princess Poppy and Branch, uh, and she can sing like an. She could sing like an angel. That and, must be and, why she succeeded with Pitch Perfect three and, times. And with Justin Timberlake backing her up on the Trolls movies, like, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. Um, and, yes, with Pitch Perfect, yeah, she, uh, her whole thing in Pitch Perfect, she, like, rearranges songs and finds the beat in them and, you know, does her own thing. And it's cool. And, yeah, she's she's really good. So did you see Spencer Albee? Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, from York, yeah, he's like a indie indie pop kind of. Uh, he was he had one a that group I, called as Fast As, another group called Rustic Overtones mm-hmm. that had some more interesting stuff, in my opinion. Yeah, he also had a group called Rocktopus. Uh, Rustic Overtones was the one that I enjoyed the most out of that whole uh, Spencer Albee trip that I did. Sure, um, but I feel like if I really wanted to get in touch with Mm-hmm. You know, the music of Maine. I feel like if I was to hit up Spencer Albee, he would, I could get the skinny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Again, I'm going to have a beer with that dude. One. I'm going to have beers with that dude. <laughs> now we're talking. <laughs> Unless he doesn't drink. And then I'm going to have coffees with That's that dude. That's the main story right there. <laughs> oh, oh and we don't want to forget about uh, Lenny Bro. Oh, B-R-E-A-U from Mm -hmm. Auburn. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was known for his finger style techniques. The man played a seven string guitar. Uh, He did it before corn. Let's just go ahead and say that. They got it from somewhere. He got, they got it from Lenny bro. They did. They broed it down. Did we? Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. That deserved to be there though. Mm hmm. Did we mention Rudy Valley from Island Pond? No, we did not. 
Well, Rudy Valley was a well-known crooner, and he definitely made his mark. Yay, Maine. Yay, Maine. The last one I'm going to mention is uh, Lady Lamb. Um, From Brunswick. mm -hmm. Uh, Allie Spaltro is whatever. She goes by Lady Lamb now. Um, And she's kind of that... Somebody that's interesting, like a she's like the main Bjork. Hmm, that's funny because you know Maine's not Maine's probably the closest state to Iceland. Maybe I think so. It's and gotta that's, be. That's that's what that's what I would. That's that's it has to be. If you're interested in Bjork, check her out. She's just an interesting cat who is kind of it's just cool. Uh, but anyways, she's uh, Maine and Icelandy all Maine, at once. Ice, well, I mean, if you're going to get close to Iceland, I think Maine might be your closest bet. Yeah. Well, album for the day today, doing our states of music, is going all the way to Maine, the Pine Tree State. <laughs> uh, be sure to follow, subscribe wherever you listen to us. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at album the number four the day. Uh, shoot us an email if you're so inclined at albumfortheday at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. And uh, just remember that I will always hate you or love you, depending on your reaction. Only blue sky <laughs> falling on me. No, Wayne, don't pull the trigger. <laughs> <laughs> After starting the podcast, you can search for the album, use the three dots, and hit add to queue. Now the album will start as soon as the episode ends. Woohoo!